All right. Happy Sunday to you all. Here we are back at it on the Sunday morning. My name is Heis Minderhout, and today it is Sunday, February the 19th, our Sunday morning gathering with two hours here live over BBS radio. And as usual, this is a simulcast with a conference call. Two more people joined in. Welcome. If you want to please say names and locations. John from Las Vegas. Welcome, John. Hi, John. Hello, John. Hi. Hi. Bonnie in California. Welcome, Bonnie. All right, and during this gathering, we do connect with our brothers and sisters from the other side of the veil, particularly those from the Ra group and Elohim group, and we also are in contact with our dear beloved sister, Terry Brown, who has the whole team with her that pay attention to us and support us, which is a great blessing. Thank you, Terry. And thank you, Joy, for making this contact possible. You're welcome. <laughs> what a pleasure. What fun. And we wait for Winfrey to show up. He knows about it. I was just talking to him about 10 minutes ago. Right. I thought I heard him call in. Not his voice. I thought I heard him breathing. Ah! <laughs> That's how I know when he calls in, I hear his breath. <laughs> he thinks I'm psychic. <laughs> oh, well. I'm just kidding. I don't know Wait, what he's what, but we all are. We all are. Well, yeah, we all awake. are. Just different degrees of like. Or, or and like we're awake problem. to it to different degrees. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know the answer, but that's what I think. Yeah, I think so, we're Terry? all intuitive, no matter what. We don't even realize it sometimes how intuitive we are. Yeah, yeah. Terry's a, Terry's agreeing with us. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi, everybody. Hi, Joy. What was it? That I, just, I came in a little bit later. So what were you discussing that Wynn knows about that you talked with him or whatever you were saying about some subject? We had someone else in Please say your name and location. It's Wynn in Sedona. Welcome, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Hello, Wynn. The next caller to join in. Welcome. Feel free to say your name and location. Or this caller, welcome. Please say name and location. Hi, hi. It's the Cecil of the Great Northwest. Oh, hey, 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 hey. So glad you could make it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We were well, Wynn, thank you for being everybody... here. Go ahead, Joy. Yeah, we were taught, um, we were, for the person who, I can't remember who asked the question, we were talking about um, how everybody's psychic, but just to different degrees, and, and, and they, same with their intuition, they, they get their intuition to different degrees. Yeah. Welcome to the next call, appreciate name and location. Good morning, everyone, it's Eminem in Nebraska. Welcome, Michael Hi, Mary. Eminem. Hi, Eminem. Shall we get started? Let's do that, Ren. Thank you so much. Okay. 
All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. February 19, 23. Here we go. The recording has started. This is February 19th, 2023. Win in Sedona and Terry in 5D. And Joy communicating with Terry through her pendulum. And um, I wanted to make a mention, you know, what's happening in our group is so unusual, it's hard to believe. You know, when, when I started... When Joy told me that she thinks she's communicating with Terry through her pendulum, and um, I asked some questions, and I asked questions that I knew only Terry could have answered, and Joy was getting... She might have been getting 100% or maybe almost 100% correct, okay? And I did that for a while. And um, I became sure it was Terry. And then I brought Terry onto the line, and I actually asked some of those questions different questions publicly that only Terry could have answered. And she was still getting it correct. And I'm sure many of you were on the line when I did that. And since that time, um, there's been a few people that have been regulars on our line that thought Terry was communicating with him. And one person thought Jillian, my old girlfriend from college, was communicating with him. And the person who was talking to Jillian, Jillian just had an affinity with this person. And apparently, they knew each other really well in a past life. And I did some validations, and I determined that it, my feeling was that it really was Jillian. And then some other people thought they were talking to Terry, and... I couldn't validate them. They couldn't answer questions correctly. And one of the things about joy is that joy is not only getting answers on the pendulum. I feel Terry's energy through joy. And so if anyone thinks they're channeling Terry, um, 
before they do it to a group, I should test them and make sure they are. Because if they're not channeling Terry and they think they are, they're either having a situation that bleeds through where they're speaking through their own mind and they think it's Terry. And worse than that, it's a negative entity that wants to get influence in our group, which could really lead down a negative path. So just pay attention to that. Now, if they want to test it individually with a person, they can do that. I don't have a problem with that. If you want to do it and, and they want to do it, and, um, but don't do it to a group until there's some kind of validation, okay? Does that make sense to you, Joy? Yes, validation through you. For me, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that I should validate it because right. I know Terry, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. it could be better to validate it than myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes people um, want the recognition of channeling Terry. And, you know, it's uh, it would be a great service if somebody had good verbal communications with Terry and as well as carrying Terry's energy in their field. But if they're not doing that, then I'm sticking with Joy. And Joy is very open to someone else connecting with Terry. We talked about it, you know? And even Claudia, who I know is channeling Terry, she was not, from my perspective, carrying Terry's energy, you know? And she's a professional channel, and she is excellent. But I was thought of bringing her on and talking to Terry, and I decided against it, okay? At that time. Who knows what I'll do in the future, but... And who knows what Claudia will do. And, and if she'll pick up the, what would I call it? Not just the verbal messages, but... Um, Terry's, Terry's frequency? Terry's frequency. Terry's soul. And that would be great, you know? And, you know... Another thing is we have such an archive of channeled material at this point that I don't know if we could 
if you really like Terry's channelings, and you're not going into the spirit channel occasionally and picking one and listening to it, you should, or you could, because the frequency is in her voice. And the Elohim, well, let me just ask this to Joy. Uh, yeah. Let's say, wait, wait a second. Meta, 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 bring in the light, protection, da, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Okay, wait, 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 Cecil is on the line. Why don't we have him do that right now? All right, Cecil, you want to do it? <laughs> now I forget what I was going to ask, though. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, somebody else will remember. Yeah, I'm here. <clears throat> Cecil, do you remember whoa, whoa. what he was about to say? <laughs> Did I hear it? Do you remember what Wynn was about to say? Oh, I know. I remember now. Okay. I remember. I okay, remember. Good. Okay. Good. <laughs> okay. So go ahead, Cecil. <clears throat> okay. Thank you. One infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and fill everyone in attendance. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and anchored into the Earth. We invite our higher density friends who are service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. And we co-create a loving group energy connection for the highest and greatest good for all, honoring free will. And back to you, Lynn. Thank you, Cecil. And You're welcome. You know, let's do. Let's give Terry a wave. Terry and friends. Waving. Waving back. Okay. Laughing, laughing and smiling and waving back. <laughs> and what I was going to ask was, when somebody listens to a recording of a channeling, is there the same opportunity to feel the energy and to feel the connection with Elohim and Ra? Yes. Yes. So you don't need to wait for the excitement of a live session to feel that energy. You know, there's there's in a certain excitement because we don't know what's going to happen next, and I don't know what I'm going to say next. And that that kind of like increases somebody's focus of attention. But the energy is on the replays, and you just might try it, okay? And yeah, um, whether you listen to the replay or whether you read a transcript, it's in there. It's yeah. in both. I mean, I learned some time ago that there were certain things I re I read that I could feel energy, and I didn't understand it, but I could feel it, and. 
I could feel my higher chakras opening up. And I know I was having the experience of connecting with the interdimensional energy that was behind what I was reading. I could, I could even feel it with uh, Terry Friedman's book. In fact, you know, when I first picked up his book, I thought he had a good imagination, and then I started feeling the energy, and I mm. said, I know it's more than his imagination that's writing this mm-hmm. story. And if you, I'm sure you remember, I looked at him. I was sitting at his dining room table, and I said, are you the reincarnation of Matthew? And he looked down at the floor, kind of ashamed, and said, yes, because he got into a lot of trouble for saying that. David Wilcock got into a lot of trouble for saying he was Edgar Casey, And um, they thought he was supposed to be this mild-mannered, reserved guy that Edgar Casey was. And he wasn't that. And in, in my opinion, that with Edgar Casey, and Joy can make a comment on this, you know, Edgar Casey didn't start out saying, I'm going to channel or I'm going to get recognized for channeling. He started out by getting hypnotized. And when he was under hypno- hypnosis, he suddenly started saying things that he shouldn't have known. And then they started experimenting with him. And then his wife said, this is amazing, and became part of his support system. And then he had a stenographer who became part of his support system. And then there was a group that formed around him It's called the Search for God group that was monitoring his channelings and giving their counsel on what was coming through him. And there was this one channeling that uh, Edgar Casey had done um, a channeling on... On, I call it devastation prophecies. California was going to go into the ocean. Europe was going to sink. Tokyo was going in. It was going to happen in the twinkling of an eye. And Wilcock, when he was channeling and putting his channelings up, because I don't think he's channeling now, but when he was doing that, he... They did a rebuttal of that particular prophecy and said it came from a negative source. And Mm -hmm. I did a lot of research on it, and it was identified by name, the source of it. Mm -hmm. Most of the prophecies were not identified. It was, he just called it his source, and he thought it was the Christ. And then I did a search for that person's, that being's name, because I had the, um, 
CD-ROM of all of Casey's channelings, and I could do a search for anything. And I found out it came up a number of times. Not a lot, but a number, a few. And um, he was saying things like, I am in the heavens like Jesus is to your planet. And I don't remember what else, but I remember the Search for God group said, we don't want to talk to that person anymore and recommended not bringing him through. And they didn't. And also his wife, I think his wife and the secretary were not comfortable with it. So that's an example. Even Edgar Casey, who was the world's most recognized psychic prophet, even probably above Nostradamus, had a negative source come through. And I would say you can bet you, you can you can bet bet for sure that if a negative source had an opportunity to get involved with our work they would, and to trick us into thinking they were a positive source. When? And, yeah. When you pause, I'd like to give a testimonial for joy that happened spontaneously last week that I think would be helpful to the group. Okay, good. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to do it now or do you want me to wait? Better wait. because Let me just when, finish. finish I'll lose my track, and that'll okay. be it, you know? Okay, you let me know. Yeah, and I wanted to say, talking about negative sources, um, I had to call a plumber because I had a, a toilet that was stopped up, and I couldn't unstop it. How exciting. <laughs> and uh, I said, I think I'll just call a handyman, right? And so I called a handyman, and I didn't do all the scrutiny that I normally do when I do that. I just said, okay, he sounds okay on the phone. Come over. Then he came over, and he said, I'm going to have to remove the toilet in order to uh, get my snake down it, okay? Because he, he wasn't working otherwise. And and then I wasn't watching him, and uh, I heard him say, "Oh shit!" And I said, "What's the matter?" And he said, "The toilet broke." <laughs> and there was the toilet cracked. Okay, and I think he had to have dropped it. I can't imagine it breaking. And uh, he said, listen, if you get a new toilet, I won't charge you to put it in, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, right? And then he was going to come over, and then he, he missed two appointments, okay? And I looked him up on the Internet. And by the way, 
when the guy first came over, I told him all about our work. I was going to invite him to our calls, right? And um, I was supposed to send him an email, and I didn't do it. Something made me not do it. And as he asked me about it, I was going to say, I wanted to know you better before I did that, right? And so when he missed these two appointments, I did an extensive Google search on him, okay? I went to his Facebook site, and he had all of these pictures of decapitated Animals. Just, why don't you just l- 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 lump it together as negative stuff? And don't negative go into the stuff. details. Okay, <laughs> and, 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 and putting up the uh, devil sign with a group of people. Mm. And I okay, said, this stop. guy's a Satanist. <laughs> okay, that's all I want to say. Okay. And I called him up and I said, listen, let's call it even. You don't have to come back here anymore. I didn't tell him what I saw. I just cut it off. All right? Was that a voice-to-voice or a message? It was a a message, a text message. Okay. And he didn't respond, and I haven't heard from him again. And I feel much better. So even I can be tricked, okay? And it was a reminder about how careful I have to be. We all have to be. Because... You guys who come to these calls have been trained to be loving on these calls and to not make judgments on these calls. And somebody could come into the call who was service to self and and they needed help and you'd run to help them and you'd get caught up in a web. And so it's very important to use every bit of scrutiny. And if you have doubt, check it out. And um, it's better not to follow through because it's hard to get those relationships unstuck from you once they get stuck. And particularly if you're trying to help them and they're saying, oh, you're helping me so much. You know, we had this guy living in the garage. You know, Terry knows him. He kept telling Terry, I love you so much. You're like the mother I never had. And he would, um, you know, if she asked him to do anything, he would do it. But he hated me, okay? And um, I'm getting a yes. (laughs) And I put up with him. Because Terry was feeling he was helping somebody, and he was in the garage for four years until finally he did something that pushed it over the line, and I said, Terry, that's it. We got to get rid of that guy, and we went and did a restraining order. So, I mean, in this particular case in 3D, Terry was much more vulnerable than I was. But I had to let it play out. And it was part of something I would imagine she was supposed to learn. 
to not be tricked by someone who just says they love you. Okay? And he was getting a lot out of the relationship with Terry. But he was... And later I learned he had killed me in another lifetime. Okay? So you have to walk really carefully in this realm. Because God is hiding behind the trees, and so is the devil. <laughs> and it can be really hard to tell the difference, all right? So, that's all. Terry's saying, Terry's saying yes. Yes. And I'll tell you, this one rule of thumb that I use to try to figure those things out is when I truly have a spiritual connection with somebody, I can feel energy with them even when we're not engaged, when we're not talking. We can be in the same room and the energy starts to flow. And now, I don't know if this is totally foolproof, but in general, it seems to work for me. And when I feel that energy flow, it's an indication that we're connecting at a higher level. And we're not just getting into a magnetic repartee. You know what I mean by a magnetic repartee? Let me tell you jokes. Let me tell you what happened today. You know, you know, you know. People like to get together, and uh, chat. You mean about magnetic everything. in turn in terms of charismatic? Charismatic, yeah. Okay. But it can just be a magnetic engagement, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mag- magnetic engagements feel good in the moment, but. When they leave, they leave. There's no more energy connection. A spiritual connection has a residual. The connection Mm -hmm. persists even when you're not engaged with the person. And even when you're not even physically present with the person. And, um, And that usually... has been reliable for me. Of course, I was calling a handyman, and I didn't think, oh, this guy's going to be in my house. He's going to... And it never occurred to me how careful... I have to be really careful of who I let into the house because... Yeah. It's... Once somebody's in your house, they pick up all your energies and... um they have a grounding to your house. So that's what I wanted to say. And then another thing I wanted to say is that's all I want to say on that topic. Another thing I wanted to say was two days ago, I woke up in the morning 
and my right hand was numb and almost paralyzed, okay? And it was the kind of feeling you get when you sleep on your hand sometimes, except hours later, I was still having it. And I was searching the internet, numb hand, because I said, this is going to disable me, man. I couldn't hold a pencil. And I was talking to Joy, and I mentioned it to her. And she said, well, let me see what I can do. Now, you know, Joy has taken these courses for probably a year now on what's called body code and emotional code. And she uses her pendulum to track down the cause of problems and then once she has it, I'll try to describe this. (laughs) She, (laughs) She seems to be able to connect with a higher aspect of yourself and shift the problem. Now, I didn't know she could do that, but she did it with me. And the numbness, I didn't notice anything immediately afterwards. They said it should take about two days to correct itself. And I'm on day one now, And it's vastly improved. It's not fully corrected, but it's vastly improved. And so I asked Joy, I said, have you done this for a lot of people and had success? And she said, yes. And I said, have you done it with really serious things? And she said, sometimes. And then I said, uh, have you ever done it with cancer? And she said, she doesn't want to say that she can do cancer or anything of that serious nature. But she said she thought she could help the body heal itself. And that's as far as we got. So I just want you all to know that and it's if you have something you might experiment and see if it works okay it, it, enjoy it was more want me to give my it was more that when hold on what? hold on it was more it was more that uh that i can support your i can support you in getting your immune system working better so that your body, its own innate intelligence of healing can can stand up to whatever the foe is better. Mm-hmm. And, and you might need some preliminary work before she can do it. I mean, Joy and I have been doing preliminary work just in all the channelings we do with Terry. So we already 
have a interdimensional connection between us um, beyond the surface relationship. And I think so, you'd be amazed at how fast how how fast that connection can a connection can be made, a helpful connection can yeah. be made with even a stranger. Yes. But particularly for people who are on our calls, it can probably oh. be made particularly fast, okay? Dear friends, uh, yeah, I yeah. would, uh, yeah. Okay, I would so. guess. Is Harry say, Terry's saying yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because, you know, first of all, if you're coming to our calls regularly and you've heard me uh, query sources on the other side through joy, You've been making a connection interdimensionally, most likely. And yes. so it'll probably carry over to a certain openness, you know. And Joy does not want to put herself out as a healer or a miracle healer. But, you know, when we talked about it, she said, but I don't want to deny anyone the opportunity, okay? So I'm just letting you know, okay? And, uh, you know, I, 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 I did a, a session with Terry, Terry and friends, about that handyman, and I said, I think I should ask, I mean, he was going to do all this stuff, not charge me for it, because he broke the toilet. And I said, I think it's better I cut it completely and I go to someone else and pay for whatever I need. Then continue with this guy, you know? Better to cut my losses. Because I don't know what he's capable of, you know? And um, that's all. Um, so you, you asked me and I, can, I confirmed that that was through Terry. Terry confirmed yeah. that, that was your best route. The best, right, right, right. Now, if Terry was here, she probably would have been making him dinner. Or <laughs> <laughs> saying, hey, we have a space in the garage. <laughs> yeah. But he's not homeless. I mean, he, he takes care of himself. And... um Let's see, are there any topics I should be asking about? Hi, do you want to unmute everybody for a moment? All participants are unmuted. Joy last week. Can you hear anybody me? Have a, who is that, Judy? Yeah, I'll be quick. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, first of all, I want to say that um, this is very unsolicited. I talk to Joy occasionally, but not like regularly. And I really appreciate her selfless humility, okay? There is power there for the good, for the God force. And um, that's, that, that's what my analysis of this is, is that um, there's a Jewish word called a mitzvah. It's a good deed, but it's beyond that. It's the power of God through the mystical, through Kabbalah, um, to 
um, because of the of the random act of kindness, which is a much milder way to put it. But Joy is always here for us in a very. I've noticed this. She she's just very here for us for the good, for the higher good. So thank mm-hmm. you for that. Joy. But last week, um, I had mentioned on the call, my mother transitioned to the other side uh, a little less than a month ago. She was was 90, and she had a very peaceful passing. And I brought in uh, mystical, some spiritual mystical things that um, that help. And um, I had a hospice there. I had uh, a rabbi there. My mom was not going, even though she was in transition. So I, um, that night, late at night, she went almost in the middle of the night and peacefully. And when, this is just a precursor. And so when she went, I text one person who was very late, who knew my mother for many years. And I said, my mother went in her own way. I, she went late at night in her own way. She didn't want to go with all those people around. She went, it was quiet. And, and I said, and then the word, my husband saw it too. It was on my iPhone. We touched nothing. We said nothing like that. The word home appeared. So I, read, I, I wrote, I checked my mother went in her own way. Nowhere near the word home. But then all, my husband, I, I got like saucers that she went home. And I found that very comfortable. Um, I, I love that, you know way of saying it. So anyway, that was it. I checked with Joy to, to make sure she was in a good, good shape. And she, she, she was um, in, in 5D and so forth. And, um, but I did go into a big grief process. Um, and I, you know, but I wasn't talking to Joy regularly about it at all. So one night, um, last week, I think it was last week, I was very sad. I woke up in the middle of the night. I said very strong prayers to my mother. And just in general, I said hi to Terry and, um, you know, whatever else I felt compelled with. And um, I, But it was like a real strong connection to talk about feeling the energy. And um, that was it. I went to sleep, forgot about the, the middle of the night thing and everything. And that next day, no conversation with Joy. Um, I got a call. I was still sad, you know, but I got a call from Joy late at night. Very unusual, if ever. It was there. I'm a night person. And I think, I don't know what time it was, like 10, 11, whatever. And she said, oh, I wanted to tell you before I go to sleep and forget this, there was a noise in my house. She said it was like a rumbling more than a It was in in my plumbing. It was in my plumbing again. Speaking of plumbing, right? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yes, and it was very, yeah, you're adding to it beautifully because you were there right in half. So um, I, my mouth was like, wow. I said, really? And, you know, the way I am, I don't just go, oh. I go, well, tell me exactly how this happened. And that's what she <laughs> said. Well, there was a, a rumbling in the plumbing, uh, like, and it was, like, she didn't say knocking. And your mother came through and said, in essence, she thanked me, meaning Joy, because Joy was, you know, the conduit, and I had checked with her before that, not that, even maybe two weeks before. And then I had gotten that word home, which was beautiful to me. 
So then uh, I know my mom's on the job, so to speak. Thanks, mom. But anyway, um, <laughs> and then she says, and she wants you to know she loves you. And I knew, I just knew, like I could feel that um, that extra prayer that I did. It was almost like a um, a I wouldn't say a desperate prayer, but on that idea, I was very deep into the prayer. I didn't expect her to really answer me that literally. I just knew <laughs> that joy was connected in a, in a beautiful way, and I knew. I, really, part of this mystical tradition of Kabbalah is the highest form of goodness, which is called a mitzvah, but it doesn't have to be called that. It's still that same act. It's a tremendous act of humility and selfishness, um, and that's a joy to me. Before, we talked about this. So anyway, it, it's still lasting me. That was maybe a week ago now that it was so on time like a so you know connected to my need and her and she, she doesn't call me back she was late at night she after I was so taken with it I was asking her this and that and the other thing and she had to get she didn't have to get off but she you know it was late so she was getting off so it was just to do, deliver a good deed so thank you joy and I just wanted the group to know there is power oh, in the God force for good I'll tell you and like what Wynn was saying as far as um, you know, there's just power. And I once, maybe about, I don't know, a year ago, two years ago, had a private reading with Terry, and she told me, Wynn doesn't remember this, but I have it on tape. She told me, stay close to the God force. And she said, you have power in that, or there is power in that, but that is what she said. So anyway, Joy mm-hmm. did that for me, so thank you. Okay, that's it. You're welcome. Well, thank you for sharing. Of course. Anyone else? Hey, I'm I'm just curious. You know, I sent that picture of Terry waving. Did you all get it? Yes. Well, yeah. I don't know about all, but I did. Yes, I did. Anybody didn't get it? Beautiful picture. You know, you might try printing it, putting it on your refrigerator, and see if it helps lift your energy. I mean, I did ask Terry, and she said she could work through that picture. Did you enhance light, or was it like that? It was like a light emanation out of it. In the picture? Yes. I was wondering if you... Lit her up that way, or that was. I, I I I think Aaron did that. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. I, th- okay. I think it's an effect. Yeah. Because I have the picture that's not not lit up. I have the original one you sent out, and I just printed it out and taped it on the wall, and I slap her hand five every time I walk past her. It's real fun. And, and and let me know if that helps any of you doing that, okay? Send me an email. Helps me. Say, huh? I said it helps me. Joy, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. But it's an experiment, you know. 
normally I don't like things like that. You know, people putting up pictures of Jesus or wearing crosses or whatever. But I know that Terry's DNA is in the picture. Okay? I'm getting it, yeah. That's what... And that's why some some groups don't like anyone taking their picture, okay? Mm-hmm. Because they don't mm-hmm. want to put their frequency out to, in a random way. But this is different, okay? And you guys have a connection with Terry. She's knocking on your walls. She's talking to you. <laughs> and... Um, it's pretty amazing. And you may increase incidence of that kind of connection as well if you take a look at her picture every day for a minute or two. Or longer. Or does it help you get over a depression? Or help you get over some difficult moment? Try it out. Let me know. I want to keep track. Anyone else have something they want to say or ask? Is everybody unmuted? Oh, I wanted yeah, to ask. Hi. I wanted to ask something. It has nothing to do with what you're discussing. Does it matter if I go off track and ask something? No, because no, because you're on your track. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, I just read something that I'm, I'm curious. I, I want to uh, find out whether it's true or not. And um, it was saying that um, I think it must be Archangel Mikhail. Uh, this person was saying that in the Law of One, that the Ra group was the same thing, that Ra was uh, is the same as Archangel Mikhail. Mikael, is that how you say it? I'm not sure. I've heard Michael and I've also heard Mikael. Are they one and the same, the Ra group and Mikael? Well, first of all, the Archangel is a single being, and the Ra group is a group, okay? Yeah. And uh, there are times when a single being, like how many of you have heard of Ramsa? Oh, I have. Yeah. Yeah, I believe. I believe Ramtha. I believe I asked this at one point. Was part of the Ra group? Okay. I'm getting I a yes. Yeah. Okay. So, it's not like Ramtha is the Ra group, but he's part of it. And oh, Archangel okay. is is different. Okay. Mhm. Yeah, I'm getting that that he's not. Part of the raw group. Who, Ramsa? No, 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 Michael. Michael. Oh, okay. Okay, well, thank you. You're welcome. And there was a male voice who spoke up. Who was that? Joy? Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I, I, have, I have a question. This is Raiden and Sedona. You know, hi, in Raiden. my meditation, hi, in my meditations <laughs> and in my observance, of, uh, I guess, this reality, I'm getting a really strong feeling that we're in assimilation and that there's a, an AIX, some sort of AI is really running this show. 
And, you know, uh, I guess my question no. are we're not in assimilation. Uh, let's see. Are we are we in assimilation? And I'm getting no again. Hmm. Okay. My Thank you. Is, could I just say something for, about that? Sure. First of all, yeah. I don't think AI is a good thing at all, and uh, it's just I, I just knew the second I heard it that it was not good. This is a long time ago when I first heard about it. But I think they're trying to be. Uh, number one, and control everybody, but it's not working. We're stronger than they are. You know, being in spirit, you know, um, and working with uh, spirit, we're a lot stronger than A1 could ever be, or AI. <laughs> I'm getting a yes. Yeah. You know, it's an, it's an individual thing. Everyone's on their own track. And even though there is something called consensus reality, and there may be patterns in consensus reality that does not control you personally. You can observe the pattern, but you are not under its spell. Even if a lot of other people are, you don't have to be. No, that's right. And particularly if you're coming to these calls, it's... uh, giving you a steady stimulus outside of consensus reality. Yes. And and I'm getting that not all AI is bad. I'm getting a yes on that. I mean I mean I mean we use all these things to make our life easier that are connected to computers, okay? Even mm-hmm. your thermostat, right? Turns on on, uh, turns off at nine nine a.m. when you go to work. It turns on at four p.m. So your house is warm. I mean, you can do that, and you'd have to call that AI, and that's not bad. Or you can yeah. program your your video to record a program at a certain time. That would be AI. Okay, it, AI has the potential to be very bad. Okay. Yeah, I mean, just like everything. Uh, like everything, but it's all in how you use it. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, your turn. Yeah, yeah I had an experience with that picture that you sent of uh, Terry waving. And uh, yeah. the way I understand it is your energy in healing, uh, it comes in through your left hand and goes out through your right hand. Now, I don't know mm-hmm. if that's true. But anyway... She was waving with her right hand. I waved back at her with my right hand. And in my old age, I have really bad circulation. I can't keep my hands or feet warm, you know. And my palm got hot. Yes. It got hot. It got hot. I mean, it was amazing. Not the rest of my hand, but the palm of my hand literally got hot. It was, it was amazing. And I also wanted to say about what I said about uh, Benjamin Franklin uh, last week. Um, and I mentioned, well, you know, it was in his childhood. And, uh, and I said, well, maybe 10 or 12. And I got a message, and it said, remember the famous saying by the Jesuits, give me a child until he's seven years old, and I'll show you the man. And that, that, 
disturbed me, and I realized that that he was approached by this master, who I know his name, and I've been trying to, I, I wanted to say his name, but I haven't got permission to do that yet. I'd like to do that because there's somebody you could look up, but um, I haven't got my, permission excuse me. to say that. My phone, my phone blipped out when you said, you said what kind of a person or being, who, you didn't say who he is. You said uh, what kind of a person or being. What, what well, was that a, word that you used? He's a famous master of the ancient order of the Viragi, and uh, he's somebody that people could look up. And I, and I wanted to give his name, and I didn't do it last week because I yeah. felt like I didn't yeah. mention that. And I felt really uncomfortable even mentioning the whole thing, you know. Uh-huh. And I thought this is something that I could have just contacted when uh, – personally, but I thought this was so neat. I was so blown away by it that I, I thought it was, I wanted to put it out because it was just so neat. So, so apparently he was approached when he was before he was seven. That's the message I got. So, but yeah, that thing with my palm on my hand was, was unbelievable. I've never experienced anything like that. That was, that was amazing. I'm getting yes for everything, everything that you've said. Thank Thank you. Uh-huh. And thank you for sharing. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Anybody else? It's 11 o'clock. Oh, in Pacific time. All right. Uh, All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. Thank you, Hive. And Hive, by the way, you were right. I, I had to use, I was using all caps, and that's why I wasn't getting getting in this morning. Okay? I, I forgot. Right. So, uh, let me see here. I have an interesting channeling from 2018. And I was asking questions about the three selves and that every human is actually got three individuations in them operating on separate with separate roles and they can separate like when you die you don't have to uh, go on with all three or one of them one of them can move on and do something else somewhere else, okay? And it's a very interesting thing, and I kind of knew that from somewhere, but I, I, I wanted to verify it on that call. So um, I'm going to play that. Let me see here. This is... January 21st, 2018, our Sunday call. When in Sedona, Terry will... The reason service... And, and, and sometimes people don't understand what service is. Service does not just mean, well, I'm going to give money to... Ch- because of the oh, ethics, the uh, not having the proper ethics uh, in relationship to the others around him. So, um, 
you relationship. And I do believe in God. And they are so amazed that I say that because um, I knew it was true. I could feel the Christ energy. And it's beyond being religious. It has nothing to do with being religious. But religion may have helped trigger them onto that. So if I do if I do that with somebody, and the next time I come to the supermarket, and that same person is there, they'll look up and have all this love in their eyes. I don't have to say anything. And Terry has watched that happen. It's like I do it every time I'm around people. And I don't do it unless the energy's there. But when I feel the energy, I try not to miss an opportunity to uh, lift the vibration in the moment. Okay, let's get started. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light surround and protect each person here. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us, we create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And do we have our sources present? We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. We are delighted to be with you. We come directly to you. We do not come through the telephone line or through the computer. It is a voice that comes through that. It is a truly joyous moment in time when we can connect with the earth and with the people and uh, we take a minute and orient ourselves to the connection. We do not connect unless you wish the connection. So if we ever say anything that does not resonate fully with you, then disregard it. Do you have questions? Do you have any um, comments on the topics we were discussing? Uh, when? 
uh, situation and the person uh, will eventually uh, go back to a state of separation within itself. Uh, that's a little bit of information there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we have these three cells. Um, if we were going to locate them in our bodies, if, if they can be located, where would they be located? Well, the uh, lower cells would be located in the different parts of the body, the nervous system, the circulation system, um, the... Um, thyroid, the thymus, um, the lymph system. Uh, in, in other words, it's running all the things that are running on automatic pilot in our body. Seems, it seems like automatic pilot to you because it is operated by the consciousnesses working together in the maintaining of the body. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, the um, the body uh, at some point can operate um, even without the middle self and the higher self, for instance, as the um, higher self and the middle self may mm, go exterior and travel outside of the body. Um, and, and the body itself still maintains. Um, so then there is the middle self which contains the mind and the thought processes um, and you have thoughts that run through your mind, um, often triggered by past circumstances and situations and reminding the mind of things that happened before. And it brings in belief systems, thoughts about belief systems uh, that have been... Um, at some time in the past used by that aspect of the mind. And these thoughts and belief systems um, may not even agree with what you are really feeling. And you say, well, why did I think that? Uh, because that uh, isn't how I feel, like you might feel terrific, and then um, one aspect of your mind comes in and thinks, oh, everything's so boring. Uh, I said, well, those two things are in conflict. How, why would I think that? Well, it wasn't you. It was an aspect of your mind. Uh, so... so the, the, the middle self... If, if I was going to 
I'll make it very simple, would be like your conscious self. Yes. Okay. Yes. And it okay. would also contain the unconscious mind and the and, and the subconscious mind. The, the subconscious mm -hmm. mind might be somewhat aware, and the unconscious mind would be just unaware of itself. Mm -hmm. And then last week's description of the high self was it was a coordinator of all the cells in another dimension. And so if there were multiple souls occupying the same um, white body and then the same body, then the high self would be the coordinator of all those. Is, is it also the coordinator of this, the three cells you just spoke about? The lower self, yeah. the middle self, and... Yeah. and Yes. yes, and if you have um, different parts of each other in disagreement, like um, let's say that the the body has chakras which are spinning um, spinning centers of light. There's more than seven, but generally they're thought of as seven. Uh, now, one of them is the throat chakra that is spinning. And if the person um, is withholding information and lying and um, cheating and uh, not wanting other people to know that they're doing that, then they place a damper on the spontaneous expression of the throat chakra, and they may affect the spin, and so this spin may stop spinning so brightly and pulling in and connecting energy and connecting with the surroundings, and may then um, create problems in the health of the individual because it doesn't have a proper exchange of energy. Um, and the um, higher self may be, in fact, um, putting a damper upon the rest of the body because of the old ethics, the... Uh, not having the proper ethics uh, in relationship to the others around him. So um, the relationship of the person with the people around uh, has a big effect on the health of the body um, and on the maintenance of the body. So in other words, if a person is not honest, not ethical, uh, devious, it's going to affect the spin of their throat chakra. That is, is correct. Then, and their heart then, chakra. And, and their heart chakra. Their, and their power chakra. It's going to affect the chakras 
the survival chakra, the foundation chakra, uh, the third eye, because they don't, the third eye is intuitiveness, and they may not want to see what's really there. Um, mm-hmm. And so they're all in their connection with the higher realms. It all gets um, damped. And, uh, and and that makes the person get sick, oftentimes. Without the proper spin on the chakras, then you, you can't have the energy going to the various parts of the uh, body uh, that should be there to maintain it and to even bring happiness. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, and where is the light body and the soul in all of this process? The soul, we could call the higher self, and the higher self is the part of the party to the light body, and the light body is an energy body that maintains the health of the physical body and connects with it and and coordinates the uh, middle self, the the mind, and and the function of the body. Is is the light body uh, uh, like a precursor to the chakra spins? Um, yeah, you could say that, yes. Mm-hmm. And if the chakra spins, start screwing up for whatever reason, let's just say a person is dishonest or cheating people, that, that will affect the chakra spins in many cases, okay? Yes, yes. And, um then the light body is going to shift to match the chakra spins. Yes. Okay. Now, with a service to self person, and this is something I have noticed, and you can comment on it, a service to self person can be devious, and they can still seem to have an open heart. And oftentimes, they are getting, this is my observation, they are getting the energy of their open heart from someone else, okay? Like uh, in a relationship, an intimate relationship is a transfer of energy where somebody can have their heart open even though their service to self um, because they're taking the energy from another person. Uh, do I have that correct? They do rely upon um, the other person because their own systems have gotten um, backwards in a way so that they take psychonorphine from others. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, that is true. 
So in that case, oftentimes if the relationship breaks up, the person is devastated, the service to self person. Yes, they aren't thinking of the other person, and they can get vengeful. Mm-hmm. Because their energy's uh-huh. shut off. Mm-hmm. Now, if a light body can carry more than one soul, as we spoke about last week, and that you seem to indicate that was fairly common. Yes. Yeah. And in that case, did those multiple souls come in at birth? Did they come in during the life? And do they continue after death? They continue so after. They do continue after death. They may come in during the life, or they may have come in uh, before the birth sometime. Mm-hmm. And and the same high self is really just the chief soul, right? So, say that again. The high self is the head soul. Yes. Okay. That is correct. Yes. How does the high self get elected? Is it an automatic because they're more advanced than the others, or is there another process? Um, they may be wiser, and mm-hmm. um, the um, the middle self souls that are in the middle self may have bought the line of uh, garbage that they aren't worth it, that they're not worthwhile, that they aren't as good as other people, so they stepped out. Mm-hmm. Um, there was programming on many people um, to get uh, souls to step down by uh, programming them that they were the slime of the earth, that they weren't worthwhile, they weren't worth it. Uh, and the souls tend to be really good, and they don't want to um, inflict themselves on others. If, and if they feel that they aren't a good person, they may simply uh, step down out of consideration. Mm-hmm. So, so it you, is you know, hard. You, Go ahead. You said something, but I don't want to miss there. Uh, you're talking about the middle self. Yes. Is it actually, you know, we have a, a lower self, middle self, and a high self, okay? Yes. And you seem to indicate the lower self and the middle self were also souls.
life awareness is brought into the the, phys, the physical by mm-hmm. the spin uh, is a distillation of awareness that is concentrated by the spin from the one infinite creator. So everything is part of the one infinite creator. And mm-hmm. then it begins its own journey, experiencing um, adventures in the physical world and begins to put together a uh, belief system or a program or uh, a history of experiences that it then becomes more aware and builds on. Okay, now, if we have an individuated middle self, would that individuated middle self have its own level of evolution? So at some point it could, you know, go through many, many multiple experiences and continue on another life and maybe at some point be a conscious self or even a high self. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So... Everybody automatically has three, a minimum of three different energies then. Uh, they have a lower self, a middle self, a lower self, a conscious self, and a high self. Uh, lower self and the middle self, they contain the conscious self and the unconscious self. The subconscious self contained in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, a section, and uh, and they can be unified and working together and synergistic in service to others and synergistic within themselves, or can be divided and ununified mm-hmm. uh, with partly service to others and partly service to self, which can mess up the middle self and create things like possessions and um, it is a a magnificent journey towards uh, enlightenment. So you have, when we think of ourselves, you know, and we think of our individuality, it's far more complex than we could imagine. Yes. Yeah. We have actually an orchestra taking place. Yes, you have a team. You have a team. And does the team always get a... Part of your team could be service to self and part of it could be service to others, true? That is correct. And And that would mean... Service to others can really, um, really help support one and unify one and the service to self could really tear one up. And any any part of the team, you know, like like the lower self, the conscious self, can you have a service to self, high self? Yes. You can. 
Okay. You can have a service to self-hide self, yes. Mm-hmm. And um, who makes the decisions? Like, can one part of the self break off and say, I want to go into another being now when you die, you know, on the other side? Yes. You know, so each individuated part of oneself is totally free will in yes. the next step, right? Yes. And and do do sometimes a part of oneself leave in the middle of one's life or come in in the middle of one's life? Yes. Yes. So is that common? Mm. Well, maybe not so common, but for uh, on the road to enlightenment, it is more common. When a person has a uh, a strong disposition for a conscious level disposition for um, evolution and enlightenment, whatever. Can some of the lower uh, self-serving parts of them leave at that point because they can't find expression? Because they can't find what? Expression. In other words... They they can leave, yes. It's possible. Okay. And then they just go out into the void looking for another opportunity. That's right. Okay. All right. I want to continue this. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a really amazing um, understanding. Now everyone can walk around and get to panic and say, well, there's a good reason for it, right? Um, but uh, Sometimes start- the people in the uh, mental institutions have uh, more grasp of what's going on. Uh-huh. people give them credit for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any Anything you want to say to close the conversation? Uh, it is an honor to be able to connect and to bring information through that is not generally known, and we hope that this will help people on their path. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for being here and bringing this through. And thank you, Terry. And let me see if Sija is here. Sija, do we hear Sija? Yes, I'm here. Are you ready, Sija? Back to you, Win. Hello, Wynn? I'm here, okay? Okay. And I was just about to do it. Thank you. Did you like that call? I love that call. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. I need to listen to that again, because I would blip out every once in a while and, and go, oh, my gosh, I missed I missed three words that were really important. <laughs> Yeah. I've been wondering about those things a lot. Thank you. There is so much amazing good stuff 
in our our lives. You know that it kind of blows me. You know, I believe there are many books to be written on this. Know. You know, also this information over here to to split it out and what's being said to get a good picture of it. You know, I realize that. <laughs> No pressure, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> oh, you know, you guys who are regulars on this call <laughs> are so important, you know, because you are keeping the energy going, you know, and this could get lost so easily. And I just thank you all for keeping it alive and making it important to you. And right now, we have about 25 minutes. Uh, CJ, how are we doing with the healing list today? Do you know? Let's check. Hold on. Not many on the heating list. Not too many? No, only three. Okay. Well, let's, I have a question. Yes. When, when, um, yes. Could we ask, could we ask our, our general public of regulars who are on the call right now if they want to do the 10 seconds for each person like we've been doing? I'd just like to, to get a feeling for whether that's good to keep continuing or not. Why don't we ask? Me. Why don't we ask our sources? Does that help? Oh, okay. Does that does the doing the ten, ten seconds of light buddying um, with everybody who wants to on the call um, is that a, is that for the highest and greatest good? Honoring free will. Yes. Okay. Is ten, is ten seconds, seconds enough? <laughs> yes. Yeah, ten seconds mm -hmm. is good. Is 10 seconds the best? 10 seconds the best. <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay, CJ, we'll get to it in a moment. If anyone wants to get on this list, it is in the light.intelligent-infinity.com. Okay? Say it again. And does anyone have a question about the sessions? The session we just did. Hi, let's unmute everybody. All participants are unmuted. I repeat that when you said in the light dot intelligent dash infinity dot com is the forum to forum to ask for healing. Audience. Anyone has a question or a substitute on to what was discussed in the replay? Silence is gone. What was the date? What was the date of it? This was uh, January 21st, 2018.
Sunday call. Ben, back to you. Okay. I think I'm going to say hello to some of the people in 5D that we've been talking to and not get into long conversations with them. Okay? But um, is Jillian there? Yes. And Jillian, when you're in 5D, do you have special friends? Yes. Uh, are you friends with Miguel? Yes. Are you friends with Michael? Yes. Was Michael amazed when he found himself in 5D? Yes. Because he was kind of a skeptic, correct? Yes. Okay. Do you think he's in 5D because you're there, or would he have done it anyway? Hmm. Um, yes, because you're there. Would he have done it anyway? No. No. Michael was Jillian's husband at one point. And they had a child, and he kind of poo-pooed all of her metaphysical stuff at the time. As <laughs> <I recall>. <laughs> uh, he right? was a normal person. <laughs> he was a normal um, person. Yes, yes. And he was, uh, uh, was he a professor? Yes. And what was he a professor of? Let me think. Uh, Joy can't tell me. I have to guess. <laughs> anthropology? Anthropology. Yes. I'm right. Oh, my God. You're right. Yay. Okay. Now, is Danny. Danny is my nephew, and he was um, a very... We were really good friends. And then he got married, and we drifted apart. And um, let's see, what is his wife's name? Do you connect with your wife at all? Yes. Danny? You do? Yes. Does she know you're connecting with her? No. <laughs> 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 Do you connect with your, your my sister Joanne? Yes, but she's in the realm with you, right? Right. Now she was a beautiful being, and I'm sure she still is, huh? Yes. Okay. Does she does she try to mother you at all? No. <laughs> You're equals now. Yes. Okay. And how about Terry Friedman? Are you there? Yes. And Terry, are you hanging out with Jesus? Yes. Are you hanging out in our group? Yes. 
Do you have other groups you connect with? No. No. Terry was one of Jesus' disciples, Matthew. And Jesus yes. came to him and he he helped him write a book about his life with Jesus, okay? And Terry was responsible for the book of Matthew in the Bible, which is probably the most, I think it's the most popular book. It's the one that has all of Jesus' sayings in it. Judge not, lest ye shall be judged, or let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Cast the first stone. Right? Yes. Yes. And, hey, Bob, you ever see Mary Magdalene up there? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Do people treat you special? You're asking Bob? Yeah. Um, do people do do the uh, do the other beings in five D treat you special? No. No, you're just another person there. Just another guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> another being. <laughs> and Edie Sedgwick. Now I don't. You guys don't remember, but I. I remember her. I remember her. Remember her? You remember when yeah. we talked to her? Remember we talked to her at one point? She's here. Yeah, I got I got very fascinated with Edie Sedgwick. And I looked at all every video on YouTube just about. Because I decided she was an Elohim soul in yeah. this room. And I got a confirmation to that. And you know what gave it away? Her, what's the word here? Her innocence and her ebullience. Ebullience? Mm-hmm. And ebullience? Ebullience, thank you. <laughs> uh-huh. And um, she was an innocent. And Andy Warhol met her, and at the time he was running his factory and he was making movies, and she came to New York to be a model. And she ran away from uh, a suppressive family situation. Yes. And, and then she met Andy Warhol at a party. And she looked at him as someone that was going to... She wanted to bring her joy to the public. She said something like, I want to turn the whole world on. Didn't mm. <laughs> she will? Well, she did. She did. But she got eaten alive. Okay? Yeah, she did. Yeah. They took her yeah. up. And then eventually she left. Andy Warhol, after she made a number of his weird movies, and he he was making very weird movies, and do you know who she ran off with? Nope. Bob Dylan. 
and she and Bob Dylan had had a relationship, as I understand it, for about a year. And getting a wrote, yes. And he wrote songs about her, okay? Like, uh, just like a woman, okay? Ah. Or, or um, Rolling Stone, what was it called? Uh, Once upon a time, you looked so fine, you threw the bumps of dime in your prime, didn't you? Yes. He, he was talking about her. And, wow. you know, she was this rich person compared to most everybody else, you know, who was in New York and, um, and, and she was just charming. I mean, she had a smile that just cut right through you, her joy, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Andy Warhol was surrounded by misfits. Now, she was a... Pardon me? A lot of it was uh, a lot of drugs going on and some down stuff happening. Yeah, there were drugs, there were transvestites, and, you know, I related to Andy Warhol because I remember when I was selling sunglasses I was having a hard time to find anybody to be a helper. And I would pick up homeless people and have them come with me to help. And talk about having misfits helping you, right? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I related to Andy Warhol having, you know, he, he, he had... A factory, he called it a factory, but it was a, it used to be a factory, a big space. And he opened it up and it had all of these weirdos coming there. And he started out mass producing his paintings. You know, the Campbell soup cans and the Brillo boxes. And he was hiring the misfits to do it, and then he got the idea that he had such an interesting group of people that he started making movies. But his movies were all weird, like uh, uh, um, somebody sleeping for eight hours, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> it's about ten of. Okay. Let's see. Well, thank you, Edie. And I think about you now. And I have a connection with you. I don't know what it is. She's saying I probably yes. would have. I probably did. I did. I know you in another lifetime. Yes. 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 Did we have a relationship? Uh, no. Were we friends? Yes, so you had a friend a friend relationship. Yes. Okay. Well, it's nice to meet you again. What's that? 
I said she was really a sweetheart. She was. But she got really screwed up on drugs herself. And yeah, she sure did. Yeah. You know, another song that I think that uh, Dylan might have written for you, although no one mentioned it, was she got everything she needs. She's an artist. She don't look bad. She takes the dark out of the nighttime and the paint in daytime black. Was that for you? Yes. I thought so. Hmm. Healing list. Okay. So let's <laughs> turn it over to let's turn it over to CJ. And if you're on BBS, you know we have a phone line that you can call in on if you ever want to do it. And at the moment you can get our phone numbers on the spiritchannel.net as well as archives of two thousand of our conversations with our sources through Terry. And uh, if you have any strong feeling about what's going on here, you'll follow up on that. Because this is a very rare thing to find. It's very rare to have an ongoing rapport and communication with sources this high and in a public way, okay? The I mean, rarest of the rare. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I'm getting a yes. <laughs> so, and the bottom line is, is by paying attention, whether you know it or not, everyone in this realm is on an evolutionary path. And it speeds up your evolution to pay attention to our work. You learn things about the nature of life that you'll never find anywhere else. Okay? I'm getting a yes. So, on that note, over to Sija. Thank you. I call in the love light of protection around each and every person on this healing list. Sija, can you get a little either closer to your mic or turn up the volume somehow? Um, Hold on a second. That's better. That's it. Better, 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 better. That's That's good, good, good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, I call in the love light of protection around each and every person on this healing list. Each and every person listening to this call each and every person who is a subject of the healing list, listening to a replay or reading a transcript. John from Las Vegas. Please put Kathleen Welsh from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and Lauren Sania. Got it. (laughs) Albuquerque, Albuquerque, New Mexico. And <laughs> Lauren Zania from Forks, Washington, into the love light for complete healing of all their health issues. Please put Gloria Fernandez from Las Vegas, Nevada, into the love light for complete healing of her cancer operation. Thank you. Okay, your request is, is received with love, and let's start with 
10 seconds for Kathleen. Anybody who wants to join in, 10 seconds of light buddying to help Kathleen Welch live her highest and greatest life, honoring her free will, and the same thing for everybody else that we talk about later here. Ready, go. Okay, and thank you. And now for Lauren, 10 seconds for Lauren. Ready, go. Okay, thank you for Lauren. And then Gloria, is that the correct name? Gloria. Gloria. 10 seconds for Gloria for her healing from her cancer. Operation ready, go. Okay, thank you. Thank you. John from Las Vegas goes on to say, please put decentralized cryptocurrencies into the love light for massive worldwide adoption and for them to become legal tender. Thank you for this perfect and fair monetary system that honors privacy, is free from taxation, and free from surveillance. Please help decentralized cryptocurrencies to become more accessible and easier for people to use and understand. I ask that all of the above be done for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. Thank you. Okay. Your request is received with love, and here's 10 seconds to support cryptos, just like you described. Okay. Ready? Go. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I see Jeff from England. Thank you, our beautiful friends in the higher realm. With gratitude and love, Feel divine intervention and manifestation of the Christ consciousness, bringing peaceful resolution, clearing and healing of the highest order over the earth. Thank you for the people who are service to others, taking positions of power and influence. Thank you for the loving protection that surrounds them now. Thank you for the upholding of truth and justice in our law courts and justice system and for your divine wisdom that guides all in the loving energy of the Christed light, honoring that which is paramount, free will, for the highest and greatest good of all concerned in all timelines, densities, and dimensions, now and forever, and so it is. Thank you. You're welcome. And everything that you just spoke, CJ, was received with love. And here we go for support of it. Ten seconds, go. Okay, thank you. Thank you. That is the last person on our list. So thank you, Joy. Uh, Actually, hang on. There is. One. Let's say um, peace, love, and harmony to those people yeah, on BBS Radio as they will be leaving us here in a moment. 
Yes, Edward. Thank you, BBS. Edward, okay. do you have somebody that you'd like to put into the light? Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, I sent you an email about Mary's sister. You know, she's really in bad shape. And, and uh, yeah. just like John, the crypto guy, is on every week. And I, I kind of thought, I thought we had that agreement. You're going to repeat uh, the healing for uh, Mary's sister, uh, Joanne Coyle. 